You are listening to the Healthcare Analytics Podcast with myself, Caleb Loya. Doing a lot of work to make this podcast possible is my teammate Tatsuya Murao. In this specific episode, I am going to give you some tools that you can use to understand data science at a deeper level. And you may ask, why in the world do I need to know about data science if I'm not a data scientist? And the reason why is because every day we are presented with information and as leaders, we need to determine if the findings of the data presented is valid or not. So let this episode be a jumping off spot when it comes to understanding data science and understanding statistics for making better decisions. So all this to say is that there are often times in our lives where we are presented with information and we either have to accept it or dig into it or further analyze these details in order to see if they are appropriate for us to make a better decision. If you go back to my previous podcast about how they calculate rents as far as housing rents, then if you don't look at the methodology that they use, then how can you really trust that number? And so if somebody says to you, oh, the average rent in the Midwest is $1,200, well, what does that mean for you if you live in Dallas, Texas? It's like, well, it's kind of the Midwest, but it doesn't necessarily apply. All I'm trying to say is that there are many decisions we make on daily basis or even on a monthly, quarterly, or annual basis that rely on data points. And if we don't have the ability to dig deeper and really ask the question about how this data was derived, then we are just as gullible as that next person. And we cannot help in advancing any discussion further than where it is right now. And that's why I say that understanding data science and understanding how to make better decisions through data in any field is important, and especially in healthcare, because Your health, the population's health, and your family's health is absolutely important. I mean, take a look at all of the discussions that are happening right now about whether you should have dairy, is meat good for you, what is the best kind of exercise for your specific situation. All of these things we decide on on a daily basis and build habits around, but if we do not rely on good pieces of information and good data sources, then how can we make accurate decisions? And this is why I'm really passionate about data science and healthcare and statistics, because all of these are tied in together. And if you specifically work within a hospital system or in healthcare, then this is even more important because you work with doctors and nurses who are basing their decisions on studies. But if you can't at least understand how these studies are derived, then you can't really validate if certain practices are helpful or not. So with that little bit of motivation out of the way, let's get into some fundamentals about data science and some principles that can help you understand how different models are created. The first thing to understand is that there are different kinds of data models and these differences in the kinds of data models that are used have 
different implications. So for example, there is a group of algorithms and or data models called classification algorithms. Now, all that means is that what that algorithm or data model is trying to do is categorize things in groups. So for example, if you have a basket of fruit in it, how do you know what fruit is there, right? How do you know the difference between an apple and an orange and a grape and a banana? Well, a classification algorithm would help take those different observations of all those objects and be able to classify which ones are apples, which ones are bananas, which ones are grapes, and which ones were oranges. And classification algorithms and or data models are used all the time in our normal lives. So, for example, with the Tesla algorithm that they use to see everything that's going on when a Tesla vehicle goes down the road so that it's automated, what they do is they use classification algorithms to understand what's a stop sign, what's a road, what is a dotted line on the middle of the road, where are the pedestrians, and so on and so forth. And so classification algorithms are able to help identify specific things like visual representations. The other ways that classification algorithms are used is when it comes to text. So what it can do is it can take a group of texts and it can categorize it in specific ways that help the algorithm decipher the text and extract meaning from the words that are being typed out. And to give you an example, I worked with a data team in Kansas City, and one of our just side projects was to understand if we could correlate the price of Bitcoin or cryptocurrency with the text that was coming out from the Washington Post or any other major news organization. And so we had a database of the text and the headlines that came out on a daily basis from the Wall Street Journal, from the Washington Post, and other major publications. And so what we would do is we would say, hey, if these words are used, then more likely than not, the price of Bitcoin will go up in the future, or it is high in the future. And so we tried to use the classification system of classifying text in order to predict where the price of Bitcoin would go based on the news given in those words of that specific headline. And so what we were trying to do is we were trying to classify, okay, this headline here that says Bitcoin crashes, what in the world does that mean, right? And so we needed to categorize those specific phrases in order to give it a negative input on the price of Bitcoin as a projection. But if we see a specific headline that said, Bitcoin is approved in South Korea, then that means that those words need to indicate that the price of Bitcoin could go up in the future. So that's just a few examples of a classification algorithm. What it's trying to do is it's trying to group specific objects into a specific place. It could be a physical object like a stop sign, a car, a pedestrian, or it could be objects like words or individuals, etc. And so what it's trying to do is just, just trying to classify so that it could be further analyzed and or further acted upon.
The other kind of algorithm is called a regression algorithm. In the previous episode, I talked about linear regressions. All a regression algorithm is, is it's trying to predict a numerical outcome. And so in this way, what it's trying to do is it's trying to take all of the data points within a specific data set and determine the outcome in the future based on the data that it has at hand. And so it's not necessarily trying to classify anything, but what it's trying to do is it's trying to predict based on the criteria that has already been given to it. And so usually regressions are used to predict things in the future where you already have defined fields. So like we were talking about in the previous episode, if we are analyzing the amount of water you drink with hospital visits, then those two specific factors are identified. And then all you have to do is run that regression and see if it has any predictive ability in the future. So that is the difference between a classification algorithm and a regression algorithm. Both are very, very important and have different applications. But I would say that in data science, if you understand which algorithms are used for classification and which ones are used for regression, then you're very far along the path of starting to understand what the algorithms do that define the numbers that are presented to you on a daily basis. The other way to understand data models is to define if it is a supervised or unsupervised data model. When I talk about supervised data models, those are the data models like regressions that have defined data already in it. And so one way to understand supervised data models is to understand that the data is already labeled, that there is already a problem that needs to be solved, and all the algorithm needs to do is perform the functions given to it. And so in that way, a supervised data model is one where there is a train on the train tracks and it can only go in one direction. And it gives you the output and you have to determine if that output is viable or not. An unsupervised algorithm is one in which there is not labeled data and the algorithm and or data model needs to learn the structure of the data. And so what it tries to do is it tries to cluster items together in order to understand what they mean. And so in this way, an unsupervised algorithm is an algorithm that is like an automobile that can go pretty much anywhere it wants within some parameters that have been preset. But a supervised algorithm, on the other hand, is like a train that can only go on the tracks. And so everything is defined. It fits within a nice, neat box, and it can help you understand things in, let's say, a closed environment. Unsupervised algorithms can bring in multiple factors into one and then help sift through that data in ways that supervised algorithms can't. Now, all of these things will be more and more clear as I begin to identify specific types of data models and where they fit, if they fit in a classification or if they fit as a regression if they are un unsupervised or if they are a supervised data model. And when I was talking about our project when it came to defining the price of Bitcoin based on specific headlines from 
news organizations, one of the things we did was we decided to go on an unsupervised model and build out an unsupervised model. And the reason why was because we couldn't quite define what words would affect the price of Bitcoin. So what we determined was to build out a unsupervised algorithm that defined when the price of Bitcoin would go up or down in the future based on today's headlines. And oftentimes the unsupervised algorithm worked to define them and other times it didn't. And so that's where we had to refine the algorithm after we built out the unsupervised model in order to determine if this would hold true in the future. So you can begin to ask questions that are quite advanced if you know just a little bit about data science. And that's the power, right? I'm I'm not trying to give you an entire data course, but what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to give you enough tools so that you can ask the right questions and know what to ask when somebody presents you with information. Because the information that you're given could be the difference between succeeding as a leader and failing to grow your organization and your team to its highest potential. Now that you know what a classification versus regression algorithm is, and you know the difference between supervised and unsupervised learning when it comes to your data model, then how do you know that these data models are valid? How do you know that a regression is best used instead of, let's say, a random forest, for example, or a neural network or any other kinds of data science algorithms that you can use? One of the ways you can is by understanding that you need to split up your data sources into a training data source and a testing data source. The reason why you have two different data sources is that a training data source is the data source that you use to train the model itself. Then after you have developed that model, then you can say, if we implement new data into this model, then we expect the same results. This makes sure that your specific model isn't too tightly fit for the data that you are looking at. Because if your data is too tightly fit, that means that you are constraining your data model too closely to that specific data set and don't allow for the flexibility of new data to be added to gain new insights. And to give you an example about how this works in the real world, Usually what we will do is at Arcos Analytics, we'll have a training data set where we train our data model. And this will be as broad of a data set as we can without uh, compromising the model as a whole. So we will get a data set that has the best representation and looks like what could be implemented in the future so that we could train our model as best as possible. So if we are running, let's say, a linear regression or a polynomial regression, then with a linear regression, what we are trying to do is we are trying to fit a line between specific data points. And so the original training for our specific linear regression would be a line on an X and Y axis with two different factors, one factor on the X and one factor on the Y. And we would use a training data set in order to fit that regression. And that would be our training data set. And then in order to make sure that this model works out, then we will take out the training set and then input the testing data set and see if we have a different linear regression based on that testing data set. 
Because what we would expect is we would expect that linear regression to delay the same exact line for the training data as well as the testing data. And if that's the case, then we know that we have validity in terms of the model because it acts the same with two different data sets that are similar in terms of the fields, in terms of the kind of data that we're looking at. Once we have a training data set and then have tested it on a testing data set, then we know that any new data that has been implemented or that will be implemented into this new data set should fit these parameters. And so we know that we have a more robust data model that we can rely on in the future. I could go on and on about different foundational aspects of data science and about statistics, but I'm going to leave you there. I know that that was a lot to grasp and a lot to get a hold of, but really to sum all of this up is that you need to understand the difference between a classification algorithm and a regression algorithm. A classification algorithm is one that classifies things into categories. A regression algorithm is one that tries to predict a numerical outcome based on a set level of fields. Then you need to know that there are supervised and unsupervised algorithms. A supervised algorithm is one in which everything fits into a specific mold and or field. The data fields are defined, the algorithm is defined, and everything is set in a nice and neat way. A unsupervised algorithm is one in which you have unlabeled data in which you need to define the data structure and you need to then perform things like clustering and or dimension reduction. And every specific data model will fit into a classification or regression, and it will also fit within supervised or an unsupervised learning model. The last thing to remember is that for most data models, it needs to have a training data set and then a testing data set. This will make sure that the model will work once you add new data into that specific model. If you have any other questions or need us to cover any other topics about data science, about the foundations of statistics, feel free to reach out to me and our company at podcasts at arcosanalytics.com. You can also find us on LinkedIn and Twitter if you prefer to reach us there. Thanks for listening and following us along this journey about the details of data science and statistics. So thanks for listening and I will talk to you later. Later.